0: Tomorrow is the first day of February, and the County of Nevada is starting out the month with a major test of its Code Red emergency alert system. KVMR's Kelly Reese sat down with Paul Cummings of the County Office of Emergency Services and Lt. Sean Scales of the Sheriff's Office to find out everything you need to know
1: about emergency notifications. All right, so I guess we'll start off by just the Code Red overview. What is Code Red?
2: Yeah, so Code red is a system that we use here in Nevada County to notify residents of something's happening. So if you've lived in Nevada County for a long time and you are signed up, you've probably gotten a Code red message. Code Red will send you a text message, a phone call, and an email during a disaster, whether it be a fire or the winter storm, to tell you whatever it is, whether you need a shelter in place or evacuate or prepare to evacuate. That's what we use that system for. That system's managed by the County Office of Emergency Services and also by the Nevada County Sheriff's Office. We've trained all of the first responders in our area to use it, so it can even be used in the field. So if something's happening quickly before the whole system comes alive to respond, they can send those messages from the field to warn the public.
1: I was curious about the background in development and implementation of Code Red. Can you talk a bit about its history and when it was created?
2: Our county's been using Code Red for a, a number of years, and it really has just been the, the best vendor for us. Really, for us, it, it just seemed to meet our needs It can be shared across different law enforcement agencies. Uh, It's easy to train first responders to send the messages, and it seems pretty easy to to get the public engaged around it. We've probably got more than 95% of our residents signed up for Code Red, which is huge. But as people come and go, you know, there's turnover there, and so we're trying to catch the new residents as they move in and then purge the system of the old numbers as people leave.
1: There's going to be a Code Red emergency test tomorrow. Do you mind talking about what's going to happen and what residents should do to prepare for that test?
0: Uh, sure. So um, the main thing is make sure you're signed up. That's step one. right? Everybody can log on to uh, Code Red. You can go to uh, ReadyNevadaCounty.org and then click on emergency alerts. And there's instructions on how to sign up. If you're currently signed up um, and you've created an account for yourself, I encourage you to make sure your address, if you've moved or anything like that, is updated. Your phone lines uh, or your phone numbers you'd like to be contacted at or email addresses are updated to make sure that you can actually receive the alert. We'll start sending the alerts around 10 a.m. tomorrow. We'll send it by supervisorial district, so it could be uh, you could receive the alert sometime in the afternoon as well. Uh, We allow the uh, time for each of the alerts to proliferate through the phone system so we don't clog up everything. And then by the end of the day, if you haven't received an alert, we encourage you to, one, verify you actually have signed up for Code Red. If not, you can sign up through the website. It's uh, relatively easy. Um, if you have difficulty signing up, you can always call 211, and, then, uh, and they can walk you through the sign-up process. Or uh, if you are signed up for Code Red, you can always contact uh, Code Red Customer Support at one 939 extension 1. And I'll repeat that, one 866 939 extension 1.
1: And how did you decide to test it now? What's the significance of this time?
2: So, you know, normally we do our code red test in August. So the last three or four years, we've done this countywide test where we message everybody. But really with the increasing fire threat every year and everybody just being so hyper-primed to evacuate and within minutes, you know, a fast-moving fire potentially threatening people, we thought, that's probably a bad time of year to be adding a a superfluous or, you know, an additional non-life-threatening code red message. So we decided to move it to the winter. That way we can also bring awareness around signing up for Code Red and off-season preparedness. And then as we head into the spring, this maybe will get people thinking, hey, maybe I should pull my go bag out.
1: Can you discuss a bit about how Code Red will message you based on your address?
2: The example I give is, you know, Code Red is based on where you've physically registered. So uh, I'll use my friend Megan. My friend Megan, she lives in Lake Wildwood in Penn Valley. Her home is registered for Code Red, so she has email addresses and phone numbers that are all registered for that Code Red account. If there's a fire that affects Lake Wildwood, Megan, if her evacuation zone is part of the area that's threatened, she would get the messages that the sheriff's office is sending if they were going to do an evacuation. But if Megan is in Nevada City and there's a fire that's threatening Nevada City and they start sending Code Reds to Nevada City, she wouldn't get those messages because she's registered in Lake Wildwood. And so that's why we encourage the public to not just depend on Code Red like it's a silver bullet. You really should have a whole suite of ways to stay notified, right? Tune in to KVMR, you know, go check Ubinet online, The Union, Facebook, Twitter, some of the other tools that we have, the Hilo Siren. These are all ways to stay informed. I just encourage residents to understand that piece of it. Code Red is great, but it doesn't follow you around.
1: And for people who don't have internet access or cell phone reception or something happens and perhaps landlines are down, would Code Red still work or what would be the best option for them at that point?
0: Yeah, so there's a a variety of ways you can be notified within uh, Code Red. So if you're lacking internet service at the time or cellular service, um, if you've had an alternate phone number set up, so if you've got a landline that's up and running, that will still be functional. If absolutely everything is gone, I'm talking landlines are gone, cell phone infrastructure is gone, all of those mediums that you'd be like, internet's gone, everything like that. That's where radio can come in, you know, to fill that void. Um, And also deputies on the ground or first responders with their high-low sirens doing direct notifications in people's areas, neighborhoods and things like that where the emergency actually is located.
2: If you haven't heard it before, here's what it sounds like.
0: So the high-low siren uh, is something that we brought online a couple years ago, and it's slowly uh, proliferating throughout the entire state. Currently, all of our first responders in Nevada County use it. We call it our last line and our first line, and uh, it's exactly that a high-low pitch. Um, We had to get special authorization from the state to permit us to actually utilize it, and it means one thing, leave immediately.
1: What different types of emergencies qualify for use of Code Red? How is it triggered?
0: Basically, uh, when there's a call to action for the public. Um, So we all always think about fires, right? Because fires, we live in a community where fires happen, unfortunately. You know, if if it's an evacuation warning or an order for a fire, so we're telling them, okay, this particular area needs to be evacuated, and we say the status, what level of evacuation it is, if it's an order or a warning. And the two differences there is a warning if you have pets, if you require extra time, access and functional needs, livestock, all those things, that's probably time for you to get moving. Evacuation order, that means get out now as fast as you can leave, get on out as fast as you can. But we can use code red for a a variety of different things. We've done it for missing persons cases. We've done it for gas leaks, um, silver alerts for folks who have wandered away. Any time that we are alerting the public to a threat or condition or to take some action.
1: In addition to providing the warnings or the evacuation messages, does it provide the evacuation routes people should take?
0: Generally not, mainly because, you know, situations can change. So generally your typical message will tell us who's sending the alert. So your ideal alert will say who's sending it. So in our case, the Nevada County Sheriff's Office. However, Grass Valley PD can utilize this system as can the town of Truckee and Nevada City PD. Um, So whoever's sending the alert, what the actual area that's impacted by it. So zone 391, NCO-E391 what the actual threat is, so it could be a fire or a flood or anything like that, and then what the call to action is, whether it's leave immediately. With a fire, typically we'll send something out saying there's a fire located on this street and it's headed this direction, but fires can change direction relatively quickly. That's why we don't broadcast evacuation routes because who knows when that person is going to receive that message.
1: Have you had any feedback from the community about Code Red?
2: we have uh, I think for the most part the public has embraced code red everybody we talk to has signed up our office the office of emergency services we try to really meet the public where they are on their time and sometimes we do run into people who are frustrated with code red because there's some challenges that can come with it and I think one of the biggest challenges that we get from folks that we try to explain is that they'll say why didn't I get the code red for that fire that was you know nearby to, to where I am I saw the smoke and I was never notified code red's broken well we say hey code reds likely not broken, but that's part of why we do this test. When we send messages, we're really casting a wide net, right? And we're going to be messaging a lot of people and getting them to move. So we send messages by evacuation zone. And the evacuation zones are maybe smaller than people think. So we message the smallest amount of people as possible.
1: For people who do think that they're signed up properly and other people in their zone have been notified, but for some reason they're not receiving it, is there some place they should go or a phone number they should call just to ensure that they've signed up accurately and everything is working smoothly?
0: Yeah, just the uh, 1-800 number, the one eight six six nine three nine zero nine one one 939 911 extension 1. We have had occurrences uh, just with tech failures, um, Code Red, and all of these systems they um, – pulled data from different sources. Um, so I've seen a street um, populated in the wrong zone before and things like that. Usually one of that um, if you contact us directly at the Office of Emergency Services, we can usually figure that out relatively quickly. Um, and, then, and it's usually a simple fix. I've only seen that happen one time.
1: All right. So to recap, the Nevada County Code Red alert test will take place Wednesday, February 1st, starting at 10 a.m. but continuing throughout the day. And if people are registered but don't receive a message during the test, as you said, they should contact 1-866-939-0911 extension 1. Thank you both for your time.